Good day, nerds. This is Megan, your book reviewer and author interviewer here at the Nerd Cantina. We're coming at you with another Cantina conversation today. We've got Louise Marburg. We're talking about her collection of short stories. Um, The title is You Have Reached Your Destination, and it comes out on November 10th. Um, We have a really cool conversation. It was just cool, like kind of digging Louise's brain um, just to see her process in writing short stories and, you know, learning more about how she develop just develops her collection in general. A lot of uh, cool things to get into. So without further ado, here is Louise Marburg. So today we're talking to Louise Marburg. We're talking about You Have Reached Your Destination. It's a collection of stories. Um, it's coming out on November 10th. Thank you. Thank you, Louise. Um, I just finished it today so it's like fresh in my brain and it was so cool to like it was just easy to get sucked in and with short stories i think it's easy to like pick up and move along and and you know you don't have to get too you know engrossed in any one storyline or at least you can do it one at a time and then come Mm -hmm. back fresh out of your mind so i'm happy to you know be able to chat with you about everything that went into this um collection today well thanks for having me yeah glad kind of weird but could you give like a summary of the collection to kind of like give um listeners you know sure to follow along with well it's a collection uh, you probably notice that every story the protagonist is a woman um so it's about the turning points in women's lives uh from all ages uh from 12 to 90 and um as the as the title would indicate it's it's a lot about the end of life or the end of a a time, a phase. Um, so each story is really has that as a theme, I would say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, like that overall theme, like women dealing with that finality and mm-hmm. just kind of confronting, confronting that and confronting change and having mm-hmm. to make decisions um, that they don't want to make, you know? <laughs> um, right. Right. So what, it made you to, to decide like, and, and maybe we could talk about your background too. Cause this is, is this your third collection? It is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and um, you know, I'll, I'll be sure to add the other two to my reading list. Cause I really, I really enjoyed your writing style and a lot of um, you know, the choices you made were just fairly like it, it kept me engaged and I really enjoyed all the stories. Um, okay. And so kind of like going along with that overall theme, what led you to this project, you know, and yeah, stuff it's, like, yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. Um, often I, I will just write a story and, you know, having no idea that I'm, it's going to be part of a collection. And then I'll see that I'm going that my unconscious or, you know, whatever my, my sort of creative desire is going in a certain direction. And I just let it go. And in this case, it was interesting because often when I, I finish a collection and I usually get somebody else to order the stories for me, since I have absolutely no idea what I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, somebody else will say to me, uh, this, well, this collection is about this. And it was my pub, my, my ultimate publisher who said, Oh, well, you know, these are the things that I notice about it. And I, I think that's interesting. Um, because often in this case I did, but often I don't know what I've, I'm doing, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> but, uh, 
Yeah, I just had, um, I'm having a conversation in a bookstore with somebody pretty soon. And uh, she said, oh, this is about how women have to lie to get their way. And some of the some of the stories do have that in them, but not all of them. Mm-hmm. I think it's really about sort of how women have to navigate um, and, you know, lying or manipulating as part of that. It just is a fact. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely noticed that, and it's, yeah, I, it, it's hard to, it's tricky to like <clears throat> analyze each, each story because I think, yeah, that's that's absolutely true with all of them. Is like they're confront, you know, they ha- they're forced to confront and then kind of navigating that mm-hmm. situation. And, and you're right, often it does either maybe not the main characters because there were a couple in which. It seems like the other women in their lives were mm-hmm. doing the manipulating, you know, yeah. and um, which I thought was really interesting, too. So was any so you kind of wrote all these stories like leisurely. Did you find yourself mm-hmm. doing any particular like re- your research or, you know, Googling, uh, even though you yeah, probably sure. don't want I to. Mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, how, I don't know if you know this, but a lot of writers say, I had to turn off the internet to make myself write. You know, I can't have it on. <laughs> Are you kidding? I, you know, I've got the thesaurus of Googling constantly. Um, but as far as like, you know, uh, going out into the world and, and researching stuff, no, I, ha- I don't do that. I, mm. I will research a, a certain topic that I know nothing about um, on the internet, which is, you know, often, but um, (laughs) yeah, I don't, I don't, a lot of novelists do deep research. I don't really do that. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting because I, I don't imagine that maybe a lot would have, it would just been whatever was in your brain, but you know, whoever knows if there's like certain details that you had to like confirm, you know, but Mm -hmm. no, I, cause a lot of these, are they, are they taking place in like the same, region or well um, most of them take place like in it. new york city yeah uh, okay or or there's the the title story takes place in baltimore but the protagonist is from new york city or lives in new yeah. york yeah was that uh, like intentional is that where where you're from and that's where i live in, yeah. yeah i didn't okay. grow up there i grew up in baltimore actually but, okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's one or the other but yeah um, right yeah i've lived my adult life in new york so i okay. just i just you know setting stories in in a place is sometimes difficult for me because i i would just prefer sometimes to have them be nowhere or nowhere specific Mm -hmm, but i don't mm -hmm. think that i don't think that i know that for me when i'm reading a story i really actually do want to know where it is so i'm i'm doing that for the reader really yeah for uh, i'm the reader and that's what i would want so yeah and i think a lot of the times the setting and the environment can be its own character too Mm. and how how the characters interact with it the kind of oh yeah role it plays you know in the sequence of events stuff like that well there's one story that has a 90 year old woman in it and she lives in new york city and immediately says new york is an easy place to be old and it is you know comparatively because everything is right there you know Mm -hmm. you can order in the food you can you know take a taxi you know it's just very easy so i think um and in another story, uh, the the 12-year-old girl is is taken by her sister's sister who lives in New York by her glamour. Uh, you know, she lives in New York. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. You know, so New York has is its own thing. 
It is. Yeah. I've been there once. My husband and I went on like our baby moon. Well, I called it a baby moon. He just feels like, you know, we had extra air miles to use up and uh-huh. it seemed like a good idea. And, you know, we did all like the touristy stuff too. Um, but it, it was, it was crazy. I think like we got there, you know, we got there kind of late when we arrived and we we're like, uh-huh. well, let's just go walk around and, you know, take a stroll and there's still like so many people out. And I think it was like I 11 know. at night. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know. like kids, everyone, like it was so funny. Cause I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if this would be my style just because it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm good with just like staying in or going to bed early or, you know, well, I don't, you know, ironically, so am I. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny because New Yorkers, you know, people who come in are like going to the to the theater and doing or the museums. People who live here are just like as schlubby as anybody yeah, else. Yeah, like know? over so, it. Like <laughs> yeah, right, totally. <laughs> that's funny. No, that's true. That's a good point. You know, where yeah, if they're either born or raised here or if they just live there, it's like you know, yeah. you could tell that they they live there. It's you know, yeah. they're not phased or they. <laughs> right. I mean, we go to the theater maybe once or twice a year. You know, my husband mm-hmm. is a painter, so we do do art stuff. You know, visual art stuff, museums and galleries and stuff. Oh right, yeah. yeah. I think I did see um when I was reading like your background and stuff. That's you know, that's fun. That's fun. That. Is there any like crossover there? Like when you guys are doing your art, do you guys like feed off of each other at all? Or is it kind of oh. like, no, you're, you're on your thing. I'm on my thing. Like, <laughs> Well, I mean, he does his thing and I do my thing, but we yeah. do it inside of each other. So, so if you could see me pointing, he's over there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we live in a, a loft, which is a very large room. Sure. And um, we have a bedroom, but it's tiny. So, mm-hmm. so everything is, it's really a workspace. Uh, and it always looks like a bomb went off in here. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we are always with each other all day long. Uh, I used to be a visual artist uh, in, you know, in a past life. So we have that in common. Um, mm. We can talk about art. He yeah. is my, and he reads everything I write. So that's awesome. That's what you awesome. would hope for that he would be like super supportive, mm-hmm. even though it's like not necessarily up his alley, but you right. Know, you right. Know. <laughs> yeah, he's great. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I don't know. I, I'm like a huge bookworm, but my husband, he doesn't, um, he like reads anime. There's like one or two that he follows, cons- like he follows, um, you know, to the T, but other than that it's it, it does like it's it does almost get a little lonely because i'm like i have nobody yeah. to like talk to, talk. to. Yeah, yeah yeah like talk yeah. like or if i get frustrated by a book or by a story and i'm like oh but wait and i guess it's like i can't talk to you about it like i can't <laughs> you know it's really funny it's my husband said to me the other day have you gotten the new elizabeth stroud book and i said no i haven't he said well you have to get it so i can read it <laughs> it's like you do get it <laughs> Right. Yeah. It's like you, you're more than capable. <laughs> I know. We That's live funny. around the corner from a bookstore. So, oh gosh, I would spend like all my money there. I think I would not, not is, my wallet would not survive. I know the table, <laughs> but you know, the new fiction table is, you know, like yeah. Candy. yeah. 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 And it's all, it makes me think about, um, oh, by the way, cause I'm like, think about like what the covers that stand out and the covers that, uh, mm-hmm. I recognize right away. Um, how did your, the process go for you choosing, um, this cover? Cause it's like, it's interesting. Cause I'm like trying to figure out, well, what am I looking at? But then I like you, you the longer you look at it, the more you see mm-hmm. or the more you notice. So how did, how did that process go for you? 
Well, you know, normally, or at least in my experience with my last two books, I didn't get a choice. There was, it was just like, here you are. And, and the, the, I really didn't like my second book's cover. In fact, oh, the first, no. she first sent me, um, an image that was so bad. I said, I'm, I will actually not take this into a bookstore or, or you know, this is just not happening. Yeah. So she had to change it, but she changed it to something equally bad. So oh, no. <laughs> that, but this, this book, I have the best publisher editor. He is so, so great. And he gave me, um, he went with a really good designer and he gave me three choices and this cover was one of them. And we, we both agreed that it was the best one. And I, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love the colors. And also I yeah. like, I like the fact that you can't really see what's going on. And then slowly you see that it's a map. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and a, that you've reached your destination, be, you know, a map being, you know, part of that yeah. idea. The title. Did you play around with um, using other story titles as the book title or did you kind of already like Hmm. you you knew that, you know, I think I did know. Uh, I'm pretty sure I did know. And I'm thinking about my past books and I did immediately know with them as well. So I, I'm pretty sure I, I know. I mean, you know, some of the story titles are are good for the stories, but they're not really for a whole book. Do you know what I mean? They don't really speak to the whole book. Yeah. Uh, Well, like one of the stories is called The Weather of Menopause. I don't think anyone ever called that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's a good point because I'm looking at. Yeah. And I could definitely see that how that would be like the most intriguing one, maybe, and the most fitting. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it definitely fits the theme um, more than the other ones. Mm. And then, you know, so there's a story called outrageous, but eh, oh, do you really want a book called outrageous a little much? Uh, <laughs> right. Know. Cause the, cause yeah. Like outrageous doesn't necessarily fit the overall. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it might, it might be, you know, good for people to go, Oh, look, it's called outrageous, but it just right. doesn't fit it. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then how was this experience different than that of like your previous, your other two collections? Like what, you know, biggest lessons learned? Was there anything uh, that maybe caught you off guard or you're like, yeah, like how, how was it different? It was, I would say the best experience of, of my, well, that, that I can't, I have to, you know, I'm, my first book was my <laughs> first book. So that yeah. was just incredible. Yes. You know, it was yes. just like mind blowing and that was really fun. Um, but this book, I felt much more in touch with the making of it. There was more of an editing process, which I appreciated. I like to be edited. I was obviously involved with the cover. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, I'll tell you a funny story. I said, are you into astrology at all? A little bit. Like I see the appeal, but I, I'm not, I just, cause I have a couple friends who are like, really like get in into oh, yeah. those extra layers of it. And I'm less, <laughs> so I don't know in comparison, no, but <laughs> well, yeah, we had a pub date. It was October's, you know, early October, maybe it was today. I don't know. Or, or no, it was or maybe late September, whatever it was, it was during Mercury retrograde. You know what mm-hmm. that is? Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's like the worst thing you can do. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> I said, Oh my God, to my publisher, 
I don't know if you're going to laugh me out of the room, but we cannot publish this during Mercury retrograde. And he said, Oh no. Oh God. I didn't realize. Yeah, of right. course not. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, God, you are perfect. You're the yeah. perfect publisher. So yeah. Where it's like, Oh God, like you're what? Are you crazy? <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. It turned out that he lives with an astrologer. So. Oh, okay. That's so funny. Yeah. No, that's, that's a perfect, like, ex- like I'm, my friend who was, um, into that she i remember her like about to sign like a contract with a new because she does voiceover Mm -hmm. acting and she was like about to sign this like really big contract it was really great for her but then she's like oh my god i can't sign it right now like what do i do (laughs) no god yeah i think she ended up having it she like waited like five days because that was like the exact like the latest i just it was it was just so funny how like it's it is funny yeah. like, it's sort of superstition you know i'm not yeah because you, sometimes you notice that during mercury retrograde your plane is delayed or your computer blows up or what well, you know all the stuff they say happens and actually i felt like this past one was worse than ever <laughs> so, oh. doesn't, i think everybody says that about everyone so maybe yeah because i'm trying to think if it was like because i just don't pay enough attention it's, but maybe it's I will. convenient to blame things on it yeah <laughs> Mercury's in retrograde. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. That's awesome. Um, so which parts or like stories, like a two-part question, were the mm-hmm. most difficult to write? And then like which ones were the most enjoyable? Well, the most enjoyable was Next of Kin, which is the last story. Yeah. It's, it's quite humorous. And that's a and, perfect uh, like and last Last way to yeah. cap it off. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I really, I had such a good time writing it. Uh, I loved that character. So that came really quickly and, and well, as quickly as they come, which is not that mm. quickly, but, um, and I think the most difficult for me was love is not enough, which is about, mm. uh, a kid whose sister is, or whose father killed himself and, uh, many years ago and his sister is dating an older man. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to do any spoilers, but it's, it's pretty dramatic, I think. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, hard. It's not funny. So, no. Um, and I really, you know, I have to say that I am more a funny writer than I am a sad writer. I don't know what you think of having read the book, but I just finished writing a novel that, as far as I'm concerned, is hilarious. So I, and I had a great <laughs> time writing it. Yeah. It was definitely like on the dark side of humor, but it's like, yeah, some of the choices that or the interactions or, you know, how these women re- like react to their situations. It was, it was humorous. Um, yeah. and I, yeah. And yeah, cause in some way, you know, obviously, you know the situations that these women are in nothing's gonna be they're not gonna have the perfect answer they're not gonna behave they're not always gonna behave like admirably because i think the character's name in in the last um story i forget what her name was even though like i just finished the book (laughs) oh what was it oh i can't even remember um it's like right here i don't think wait with her i I don't think i gave her a name oh maybe you didn't because it's first person yeah. I don't think Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now we just both noticed that. All right. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Names are hard. Know, 
Yeah, that's so funny. But either way, I just remember thinking, like, girl, what are you doing? Like, what? I know. <laughs> Why? What's with your, like, you have such a bad attitude. But <laughs> it was, that's like partially what makes it so entertaining. Yeah. It's I like so that. funny. I like bad characters. I really yeah, do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's easy. Yeah. They're easier to mess with because if yeah. the characters are perfect or they have no room for growth, it's like, well, then there would be no story. So, yeah. You yeah, know, it, yeah, I, just... <laughs> I have to say, I, I don't, I don't find ordinary things that interesting. I really like to mix it up with weirdos. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is what's your other um collections? What did, what other themes are like from your, your previous, previous ones? Which one was like, I think I saw no diving allowed or something. Yeah. No diving allowed. It's uh, that collection. Every story contains a swimming pool. Okay. And uh, which is why it's called No Diving Loud. That is one of the stories as well. Um, and that's kind of interesting also in terms of just, you know, why do that? And I unconsciously wrote about three or four stories that had swim- swimming pools in them. And I thought, well, yeah, that's interesting. You know, what's that about? Mm. And, you know, I sort of was just following it along. And I said to... um a mentor, a teacher, I said, uh, you know, you wouldn't believe what I've done. I've written these stories and they all have swimming pools in them. And he said, oh, you've got to write a collection of them and call it No Diving Allowed. Mm. And I said, well, that's great, except, you know, I don't, I haven't written a story called No Diving Allowed. And further, furthermore, I, you know, I don't know if I can write all these stories with swimming pools in them, but I indeed could. But about, um, I don't know, few months after he said this, I was writing along and um, a character does a cannonball into a country club pool and the lifeguard at the pool blows this whistle and screams, mm-hmm. no diving allowed. And I was like, whoa, I can't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, you know, it's just really funny how writing, I think particularly for short stories, because you really are sort of going by the seat of your pants. You don't have to plan a lot. It's yeah. not like a novel, which is sort of an active management, but yeah, uh, with all the stuff that goes on. But um, it's really interesting how so you can be surprised by what you write or why, what, what the characters do. It's, it's really yeah. one of the pleasures. I love that. And that's so common. Um, you're absolutely right. Where some, when I talk to authors, sometimes they'll be like, you know, like, oh, I don't know. All of a sudden a dog showed up and like, yeah, right. My character exactly. who I never thought would be a dog owner all of a sudden owns a dog. And I'm yeah. like, that's, that's awesome. Like, cause I know. maybe if you just don't try too hard, you don't overthink it. Yes. And magic happens. That's right? true. Yeah. I have a friend who overthinks everything and she's having a <laughs> hell of a time writing a novel. <laughs> So, yeah, you really yeah. have to be very relaxed about everything, you know. See yeah, how it goes. and that's really hard too. I sometimes I overthink things, but I'm like, okay, well, can I like channel this brain energy into something that deserves a little bit of overthinking? You know, like uh-huh. just trying to, you know, well, reading is a good way to kind of get channel that, like that focus and that over that thought process, but. Then there's also things like, you know, because I have two little boys and I'm like, oh, my God, oh my I don't God. have energy for this. Like, I don't like oh I'm my just going to I'm boys. just not going to think too much about what why they're not eating what they're eating or like what. It, you oh, know, it's my like, God. For example, yeah. like that. You go insane. Like, 
Exactly. And it's like, oh, it's because I gave him like 14 snacks today. That's like, why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then I get, I'm like, okay, that's okay too. Like, I don't really, like, he's fine, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I think got enough anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I, no, I like that. I enjoy that, you know? Yeah. So you kind of just like acknowledged that, yeah, maybe you were just, you were trying too hard. And then it just, Oh shit! It happened. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, that's awesome. Great. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and, yeah. I I'm in between things right now, which is the worst place to be um, mm-hmm. because you're just like, oh my god, I'm worthless. What am I doing? Oh. Um, but I've been trying to think of ideas, and you know, I've just been, as you say, overthinking it and not just sort of thinking. Well, I just will start, and that's really what I normally do is just go. Oh, let's see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that that's just the the artist in you you know the yeah. vision <laughs> it's that sort of like flow um yeah. oh kind of something you mentioned that you're working on a novel right now because i was wondering mm-hmm. if you if you've thought about like writing something longer or like maybe why and none of these stories you ever thought to like flush out into something right. longer like how you know mm-hmm. what what's that what's that going like for you right now well I never wanted to write a novel, honestly. I've always wanted to write stories. I love stories. They're my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I, I was writing st- a story. I was writing stories and they all were the same protagonist, first person present. So, and, th- you know, they could stand alone and then suddenly they could not. And it, mm-hmm. it just became a novel. Mm. And, uh, you know, narrated by this woman who's reprehensible, so fun to write, you can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, it just became, it wasn't something, again, it was not something I planned out, you know, certainly not consciously. I have a friend, an author who's always said, oh, you're going to write a novel. And I would always say, no, 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 no. <laughs> And so she's like, ha, la, 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 you did. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. It's like she's still like she's still holding you up on a pedestal. She's still like, oh, I told you so. I told you so. Exactly. So I did do it. But do I want to write another novel? I don't know. I just want to write something and see where it goes. I mean, obviously, you know, throughout this conversation, it's become obvious that I'm very laissez faire about this. But my feeling is. In writing and in any um, creative act, what do you have to lose? Nothing. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't, what are you going to ruin it? No. Um, <laughs> you just, just like go for it, you know, yeah. particularly, particularly if you write short stories and you're not a best selling novelist. I mean, I, I kind of feel sorry for best selling novelists because they have to kind of keep it up. Uh, yeah. You know, short stories, uh, not that many people read them. So whatever, I'll do whatever. <laughs> that's a good way to look at it i like that (laughs) it's freeing yeah yeah absolutely because and that's such a good point too because where it's it's short stories by nature yeah you don't have to do a whole lot of a plotting or Mm. um connecting the dots and it is like I, I like short stories, but sometimes they get frustrated. I'm like, oh my God, I want more. You know, right. <laughs> like, you know, so many people say that to me. I want more. Yeah. What, what happens next? I went into a school in Brooklyn and um, they had read um, Love is Not Enough. And interestingly, so this is the high school students. One class were obsessed with what the main character was going to then do. 
after the story. And I have no idea what they're, I mean, I finished the story. So, right. but you know, they wanted to do that. So I thought, well, okay, let's do it. And they were like, well, does she go to college? And I said, I don't know. Do you think she's the type? You know, it was, like, it was hilarious. It was so fun. Yeah. Yeah. That ended up being like a fun writing prompt then yeah, for them. I know. No. That's so they were, cool. They were so smart. It was really fun. Yeah. What were, what were some of the things that they came up with then? Cause I'm curious about that. Cause that was like, I, that was like a sad, a sad one. And it's, it ends on her. Yeah. It's just, but that's the point. It's like, they're all, all the endings are just not necessarily cliffhangers, but there's open ended. And yeah, you're, yeah it's like, it's like, it yeah, it's like kind of choose your own adventure. Like, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Take, take, take it as you will, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so was that like, what were some of the things that you remember that they, that they came up with about? Well, I, I can't, you know, I don't remember. Or what, without maybe they... spoiler free, you know. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, but I remember their questions more than what we decided. What oh, would happen. Okay. I mean, everybody. But, you know, it was interesting. It was like the normal stuff. Like, would she go on to have a normal life? And I think that was interesting. You know, would she go to college? Would she get married? Um, You know, would she and her sister be ever be friends again? You know, mm-hmm. Um, and it was I thought that that was interesting because well it was open-ended but because her her young life had been so unhappy and i think that it maybe troubled them yeah. that, you know that she would go on to have a you know a normal life was was important to yeah. this particular class it was, it was yeah. very interesting but so i i just said oh of course you'll get married you know yeah right <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Maybe not. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good way to put it. That's a good point that they, because it is like sad and mm-hmm. because she was like the youngest main character, right? Like, yeah, she was out of youngest. all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, it's like her, her life had been, she's a little, little tragic. And then mm-hmm. they're like, they want to see something better for her. Right. And as readers, they, we don't get, yeah, because yeah. it doesn't, it's a short story. We don't, we don't see that. We don't, we don't get right. it. Like we don't. Yeah. We, we're not with her long enough. Yeah. Someone who's 35 say is not going to relate as well as somebody who's 15 to a 12 year old. Um, and you worry about her or, or, you know, who knows what these kids were enduring yeah. in their lives, you know? Yeah. The, you know, ch- childhood is really complicated. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Yeah. And so how was that? Um, you know, cause you have all the main characters from like wide, um, age range. So mm-hmm. well, like, was it really tricky or challenging to kind of write from the point of view of all those different ages? Like, have you ever done something like that before? Um, I don't find it difficult to write from any point of view. And, uh, I was, I just recently wrote an essay about my relationship with my characters. And in, in the essay, I said that I had had a writing teacher who was hated my writing. She was otherwise, you know, completely useless to me, but Mm. she, she assigned a book on acting. And I thought that was the best idea because to inhabit your characters and really write them well, it's like acting, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a character you have to become them. Yeah. Yeah. And to be able to just be believable and to be authentic. Right. Like you gotta, yeah. Some, yeah. some, sometimes you just gotta really get, really get in it. And, yeah. And that's mm-hmm. what I do. I become that person. And obviously you have to have a lot of empathy for people to, 
you know, know about them or, you know, to, to draw from mm-hmm. your experience with other people, not just your, you know, characters, but um, yeah, that's what I do. And I love doing it. And uh, although I don't, I, I would say I write in third person and first person equally much, but uh, first person is easier in mm-hmm. a way because then you really are that person. Yeah. So then how do you, how, do you put a lot of thought into like first person versus third person? Like how, or, or does it kind of just come naturally and then you don't worry about it anymore? It comes naturally. Um, for instance, the novel I just finished this first person present, which I never do present. And I don't know what it, you know, that is the first story, the first chapter, <laughs> it just went there and I said, okay, let's go. Yeah. With it. You know, so, and it turned out really well because it made it all very urgent. Yeah. Yeah. Versus past tense mm-hmm. or yeah. I, I didn't really notice that either. Like, cause I read all the time, but I guess I didn't, I think I was reading a review like way back when just with some, just cause sometimes I look at reviews to see what other people thought. Um, and one person, you know, I don't even remember the book title or anything, but one person was like, it really bugged them that it was in present tense. And I was like, really? Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I haven't put much thought into it, but then one, then now I like, I would notice it. And, right. but even then it wouldn't necessarily bug me or, find me a, like I wouldn't find it odd I think I would I would just be like oh I, I wonder why they did that I wonder mm. why they decided to tell it that way and yeah. so that yeah so like versus yeah I guess well like well what comes natural what kind of story what what did what kind of energy do they want the reader to to kind of right. get out of it um, well in this particular um book the characters are really in your face person <laughs> and so yeah, it made it more in your face. Yeah. Um, what I, I really don't, I, my pet peeve is when people speak in present tense. So they're talking about something that's in the past. You see this on the news all the time. Someone's telling about a bus crash saying, well, I'm here on the street and mm. I hear a big sound. I'm like, you know, you are not here now. <laughs> you were on the street, you know, so that I, I have a pet peeve about, but not, yeah. not in writing. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, you know, maybe, maybe I'm just the one who just doesn't, I've like, it went over my head and then I was like, oh, wait, like, oh, no, okay. I, I, I think it's that. good if it goes over your head because then you're not stopping and going, yeah, what? you know, yeah. I mean, that's what you don't want is for anyone who's reading your book or story to stop and say, huh? And read over what, yeah, or wonder, like get yeah. hung up on one right. thing and not be able to like get past it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of, yeah, and it kind of goes um along with, you know, when I, because I'm a sucker for, like, suspense thrillers, like the whodunits, oh, yeah. but I'm, you know, I'm the, I, I say this to, you know, authors, I'm like, you know what, I don't, I th- I'm the kind of reader who, I don't always catch on right away, and I think I'm okay with that, like, yeah. well, it's like you know, movies, you know how you don't really know what's going on for a really long time, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I don't, even when we're watching, like, TV, like, you know, watching our our my husband and i were watching our shows sometimes he can like he he can call what happens and i'm like yeah, do you my need to like too. go <laughs> like do you guys need to go like sit in the writer's room or something like do you <laughs> like to tell them oh no nope that's too predictable or oh that's you know that's <laughs> yeah. obvious or whatever yeah 
but that because that sometimes when but there's very few times when he's wrong and i'm like, I'm like oh. i know right like, <laughs> I, I have no idea i'm like really you think so okay yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so i don't know i i guess yeah i like a little silver lining like i'm glad that i'm not i'm not on you know i i don't yeah. notice right away or i don't catch on right away i just kind of like absorb it let it yeah you know. yeah yeah well because that, that's were, back to overthinking you know yeah yeah, yeah. And there were a couple of times, I think there were a couple of books where it was like a little predictable and it did, you know, it was like, it did like take something a little bit away from that for me mm-hmm. at least. And so now I'm like, well, okay, you know, like, and mm-hmm. then it, there's also some, there's some people who that's all they read is like the murder mystery or their true crime or not the true mm-hmm. crime, but the crime fiction and people who inadvertently become so versed in like, you know, the patterns or the trends and then they they're the ones that they catch it on right away and i'm like yeah okay, right yeah it's like a puzzle that they've yeah. done a million times yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and it's like well of course you're gonna think it's obvious because you're like this is yeah. your thing you know <laughs> it's funny how people read the same genre obsessively you yeah. know fantasy or science fiction or crime or you know it's interesting yeah yeah i, mean, I read is. literary fiction you know that's all i read i i never read crime or science fiction i did once read a fantasy novel that was so good that i was like maybe i should really think about this you know yeah and adding it's, it's this. Just, yeah i like just changing it up um and it's just yeah it's just so it's it just like a million stories to tell yeah there's like a yeah. million ways to tell them and so the possibilities are endless you know yeah um, you review a lot of different kinds of books yeah yeah and i and and and, and it's yeah it's kind of funny like i can't help but you know, even though some, some titles and some books their authors are like, you know, kind of similar, but it's even then it's still kind of cool to like compare the two of them and, mm-hmm. and kind of like relate and be like, see the, see the decisions that they made and stuff like that. And, um, and why, you know, or like if something's set in, you know, on uh, in the Midwest versus the West coast, it's, you know, things like that. Like, okay, well, these are kind of like very similar stories, very similar characters, but totally different settings mm-hmm. and still suspense thriller, but it's kind of, it's kind of cool to see how, how different they were still. And mm-hmm. yeah. And it's no, it's, it's true. And I, and I do like, I like switching it up a bit. That's why I like, you know, when I was like, okay, a collection of short stories. Cool. Something different now. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I, I mean, that's they're, what I was they're very, they're very, um, they're, they're, I think the least, the most ignored genre is short fiction <laughs> or maybe poetry is the most ignored. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Which is a shame. Cause I do, you know, the few I have um, reviewed a couple collection of poetries and poems and, and I think also doing the author interviews like this helps me like understand it better too, because I'm not like mm-hmm. well versed in poetry, but then there were a couple where I was like, Oh, like, this is great. Like maybe I should get into it a little bit more. And then yeah, like, yeah. yeah, you know, and then I like forgot about it, but I was like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's you know? like anything it's hit or miss. And if you don't have somebody like recommending. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And that's why, you know, I have busy life. So like stuff like this, even like with the poetry and the small and the short stories are, yeah. are convenient where you could just kind of like pick up and then like in 20 minutes you could put it down if you need to like go get back right. to an, another part you know another thing pick make it up sure. the next evening when you're exactly in bed or whatever. yeah 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 because i was thinking um because i was recently like i i do audiobooks too sometimes and those are really tricky i have to be really careful about which ones i choose to listen to because 
Like if there's too many characters, for example, or if, you know, I, the next time I get back to it, cause I don't really commute to an office. I like, mm-hmm. I don't drive a whole lot. And then, so when I pick it back up, I'm like, Oh yeah, crap. Where are we? Like what, yeah. <laughs> what happened last? Cause even if it was only like, you know, a day in between listening sessions, I still am like, it's, it's weird. It's like the different, um, the input as it yeah, comes yeah. in. I yeah. agree. I, I'm not crazy about audiobooks. I, I, I have the same problem with them. It's like, yeah. yeah. And it depends, I think, on the, the voice actor too, where yes. if they're good at it, then yeah, it's, it's no problem. But if, if I'm just like distracted by the voice or the terrible like impressions that they're doing, yeah. Like, yeah. Or they're just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, yeah. there are, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely some bad ones. Yeah, it's like I I, I think maybe there've been one where I was like okay, I can't, you know. I'm, I'm trying to on. listen to I'm not Yeah, I'm going Oh god. Yeah, I'm going to move on to the next one. Okay. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> Oh, just a couple more questions um before we wrap up. So, what do you hope readers get out of these stories you touched upon it a little bit but like kind of going a little bit deeper um Hmm. not you don't have to be like the the collection as a whole but maybe you know kind of like what what are you hoping that readers get out get out of this one i guess i i mean i hope that they get out of it what i i hope everybody gets out of fiction is an understand more understanding of their fellow man Mm. of human nature which is really Mm -hmm. my interest is human nature um so and i think that if you have you know uh, how many stories i have in here 14 you know if you have 12 14 stories of different people about different characters there's a lot to be learned about people and uh that's what i hope you know readers get out of it yeah kind of just a new window into human life yeah yeah absolutely and i mean I think you accomplished it because a lot of these, the characters, like there is a running theme, but it's also like, there's still something different in each of them. There's still Mm. different characters and they're still dealing with um, different situations in different ways. And so you add a lot of like a good amount of variety into these people and these stories and how, Mm. how they're approaching their, their situations. Um, But no, I, I, you know, I, I really enjoyed all of them. Um, and some of the characters, even though I was like, girl, what are you doing? Or you have a bad <laughs> attitude. I feel like I still <laughs> like them. You know, I was like, <laughs> you know, like, why would you say that? Like, that was like, what? Like, <laughs> you know, but it's still, I still enjoyed uh, like all of them. Oh, it's, I'm uh, glad. I'm yeah. Glad. <laughs> yeah. Very well, very well done. So, oh, you kind of touched on, um, you know, your next project. Is that coming the novel? And that's your first novel that you decided to go for it? Yeah. Um, I mean, you you know. Yeah. Can you talk more about it? um, Sure. It's narrated by a 50-year-old woman in in the year she turns 50 to 51. And um, she has never been married and thinks that, you know, getting married is the thing she wants to do. And so she is absolutely obsessed with this idea and with men and with sex. And, you know, she's, she is, she is a drunk. (laughs) She drinks too much. (laughs) She's profane. She's hilarious. And she has, Mm -hmm. you know, a a sort of a cadre of friends who, and they all drink at a bar called the chicken box. And um, it's just every chapter she meets someone new and, you know, through, through the, you know, the arc of the, 
of the, each story and of the novel or each chapter and the the novel incomplete is is uh, about her gaining self knowledge. Okay. So, but it is really funny. So you might miss that part. Okay. <laughs> you know I mean? so, yeah, kind of like the under all the, uh, the other underlying message. Yeah, but, the underlying yeah. message. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's it doesn't have a really a. I mean, you know, maybe a few serious moments, but. I don't know. This character just overtook me. And, you know, we had a great thing. It was a great year of writing her. It was great. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm looking Mm -hmm. forward to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So we, Louise Marburg, you have reached your destination comes out November 10th. Thank you so much. Such an enjoyable conversation. Um, I really enjoyed every, you know, all the choices you made, all these stories. I, I enjoyed all of them. And, mm-hmm. um, I love that I was able to finish it so quickly because it, like I said, short stories, but it was also, they were all very engaging and, and I loved each meeting each character. So, you know, thanks for taking the time to, to chat a little bit today. Oh, thank you for having me. And thanks for reading the book and liking it. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, you want to like share like website social real quick? Um, LouiseMarburg.com. And, you know, I'm just like Louise Marburg everywhere. I don't okay. have any weird handles or anything. Just, okay. <laughs> you can find me that way. Just Google and find out. Yeah, no. just Google me. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Well, yep. Thank you so much. And like I said, yeah, I'll have to add your other, your other works to my, my reading well, thank list. You. <laughs> All right. Thanks, All right. Megan. Well, yeah. Thank you so much. And there you have it. That was Louise Marburg talking about You Have Reached Your Destination. It's out November 10th. As always, you can find links to her website and social and um, where to purchase the book in the show notes. Please, please, please rate, review, subscribe. And to keep up with my book reviews and author interviews, make sure to follow The Nerd Cantina and Cantina Book Club on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening.